puede tomar su lugar. Go please to Matthew chapter 16. Vaya por favor a Mateo capítulo 16. Beginning at verse 13, leyendo del verso 13 hasta el 23. We're going to continue where we left off last week. Vamos a continuar en nuestro estudio. Estamos estudiando sobre la doctrina básica de la palabra del Señor. We're talking about basic Bible doctrine. And as an introduction to this study, we're looking at the three sources of knowledge, three sources of Bible doc of doctrine, I should say. The tres uh, fuentes estamos viendo como introducción a esta, este estudio, las tres fuentes del conocimiento, tres fuentes de doctrina. And uh, we found that there are three sources from which man can gain or learn instruction. Hay tres fuentes del el hombre recibe instrucción. And they're not all good. No todas son buenas. The first source we talked about at length last time was the doctrine of man. And then the doctrine of devils. And then the doctrine of God. Estas tres fuentes son la doctrina del hombre... La doctrina del diablo y la doctrina de Dios. Y es muy importante en nuestros días que la iglesia conozca la doctrina de Dios. It's very important in our day for the church to know Bible doctrine. What we believe, lo que nosotros creemos, es importante que usted y yo sepamos lo que creemos. It's important for us to know what it is that we believe. And so uh, we're going to Matthew chapter 16, verse 13. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he was asking his disciples, who do, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said to him, some say John the Baptist and others Elijah, but still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he warned the disciples that they should tell no one that he was the Christ. For the time Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go up to Jerusalem to suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised up on the third day. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him saying, God forbid it, Lord. This shall never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are not setting your mind on God's interests, but man's. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. It is power. It is life. It is covenant. And tonight we come with your word to your word. And we come with our hearts at a blaze and a desire to learn from you. I pray that you would anoint my lips of clay to teach the word of the living God and as well anoint the hearing of this church that as they hear the word, they might receive it as seed sown 
into the fertile soil of the heart. We ask that in Jesus' name. The church said amen. The first source of doctrine that man learns is the doctrine of man. La primer fuente de doctrina que tiene el hombre es la doctrina del hombre. Because none of us were born saved, porque ninguno de nosotros nació salvo, entonces cada uno de nosotros comienza, comenzó desde la niñez a aprender la doctrina del hombre. Since none of us were born saved, we all are, uh, from the moment we're born, growing, learning life through the eyes of man. Therefore, we learn the doctrine of man. And if you're not careful, uh, even in your Christian life, you will deal with problems the way you learn to deal with them in the world. Si tú no, si no tienes cuidado, aún en tu vida cristiana, Comienzas a tratar con las cosas la, la manera que lo hiciste en el pasado porque aprendiste la doctrina del hombre. Because you learned the doctrine of man, so you uh, might by, by uh, default just go back to the setting of the way you used to do things. And this is what I want you to know tonight as I just uh, summarize that teaching from last week that God's will must be done God's way. La voluntad de Dios tiene que ser hecha en la forma y la manera que Dios lo dice. Say amen tonight. And so if you want to have the blessing of God, you need to have uh, the, the mind and the thoughts of God. Para caminar en la bendición de Dios, tenemos que tener la mente de Dios. And I closed last week reminding you what Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, uh, Romanos 12, 1 y 2, leímos al, uh, al cierre de la estudio la semana pasada. It says that we are to have our mind renew, transformed uh, by the renewing of our mind. Dice la escritura que debemos ser transformados por la renovación de nuestra mente. Transformation comes through the renewing of your mind. Mind. La transformación llega a tu vida a través de la renovación de tu mente. A man will never be different until his thoughts are different. El hombre jamás será diferente hasta que sus pensamientos sean diferentes. I, I told you many times about the, the man who was a, a thief. He would steal spikes from the railroads. And uh, uh, les he dicho del hombre que se robaba clavos de los rieles de uh, el ferrocarril. And they put him in a program, put him in the best university, and they retrained him. Uh, lo, lo tomaron, lo educaron, lo pusieron en la mejor universidad. And when he left, he stopped stealing uh, railroad spikes. Cuando él salió de ahí, ya no robaba uh, clavos, sino que se robó todo el tren. Instead, he, he stole the whole train. He was now just a, a smarter thief. Still a thief. Ahora era, era más educado, pero aún era ladrón. They had not changed his mind, his thinking. No habían cambiado su manera de pensar. And so until your mind is renewed, you don't have any way of going about life except the old way. 
Hasta que tu mente renovada no tiene la manera de, de hacer cambios en tu vida, sino lo que antes hacías. So the scripture tells us that we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Who is it that renews the mind? ¿Quién es el que renueva nuestra mente? The Spirit of God by the Word of God brings renewal to our mind. El Espíritu de Dios a través de la Palabra de Dios renueva nuestra mente. So if you find yourself, now just do a little evaluation, if you find yourself falling into the same pit over and over again, You need a renewed mind in that area. Si usted se encuentra que va a dar al mismo pozo a vez tras vez uh, y parece ser que no puede salir de esa rutina, entonces tiene que saber que hay que haber un cambio de pensamiento en esa área de tu vida. Now, can we just be real honest tonight? I know nobody wants to make eye contact, no. Nadie quiere mirarme a los ojos, pero eso es lo que se tiene que saber. We've got to know that. If you're falling in the same rut, there needs to be renewal of your mind in that area. If you, and I'll just give you a few examples since, since we're being honest. Vamos a ser sinceros, así que les voy a dar unos ejemplos esta noche. You ever met... There's that, there's, that, uh, there's that lady in our family. All of us have, have somebody like this. We always say, she sure knows how to pick them, doesn't she? Todos tenemos en nuestra familia una de esas mujeres o señoritas y cuando la vemos decimos, ¿cómo escoge los hombres esta mujer? Siempre el mismo hombre. Diferente nombre, diferente trabajo, pero el mismo hombre. She always gets the same man. Different name, different job, different uh, background, but he's the same man. He, he beats on her, he lies to her, he cheats. Oh, you know what I'm talking about, right? And we say, they sure know how to pick him. ¿Cómo escoge esta mujer? Why does she keep falling in the same rut? Because she keeps shopping at the same store. ¿Por qué sigue cayendo en el mismo problema? Porque sigue haciendo compras en la misma tienda. If you want to find a different kind of man, you have to shop at a different kind of store. I'm, I'm not getting any help tonight. Ya sé que no me van a ayudar esta noche, pero yo voy a pedir como quiera. Because... The mindset has remained the same. Porque la mentalidad, los pensamientos, la, la doctrina del hombre sigue igual, entonces no hay cambio. I'll give you another example. Le voy a dar otro ejemplo. If at the end of every month you still don't have enough money, even though when you start the month you know you have enough money, To get through the month. But at the end of the month, something's not adding up. There's a mindset that needs to change. Now it's gotten so quiet in here. Ahora se van a poner silencio porque le digo, si usted ve el mes y ve el presupuesto, pero al fin del mes todavía le falta dinero, algo tiene que cambiar en la manera que usted está pensando sobre el dinero. 
¿Van a ayudarme o no esta noche? Pero las buenas nuevas son estas Que la doctrina del hombre No es permanente Usted y yo podemos tener una mente renovada You and I This good news tonight. You can have a renewed mind. The Holy Spirit can teach you how to choose a mate. Say amen. And the Holy Spirit can teach you how to spend your money. Say amen. The Holy Spirit can teach you how to raise your children. Because he's the renewer of the mind. El Espíritu Santo te puede ayudar a escoger la persona que es para ti. El Espíritu Santo te puede ayudar a saber cómo manejar tu dinero, cómo a crear a tus hijos. ¿Por qué? Porque Él es el que renueva nuestra mente. So, we need to have the Holy Spirit and the Word of God so that He can renew our mind. Necesitamos el Espíritu Santo y la palabra de Dios para renovar nuestra mente. Now, the second doctrine I want to talk about tonight, la segunda doctrina de que de quiero hablar esta noche, es esta doctrina del diablo. It's the doctrine of demons, the doctrine of the devil. Now, every one of us, without fail, un, uh, I don't have to hesitate in thinking it, every one of us would reject outright the doctrine of the devil. Cada uno de nosotros sin duda en un momento rechazaría la doctrina del diablo. Si el diablo se apareciera uh, uh, en su casa y se apareciera en uh, traje rojo con una uh, cola con un pico, usted inmediatamente lo rechazaría. If the devil showed up in your house in a red costume with a pointy tail, you would immediately reject him, right? Come on, I can get a strong, strong amen from that. All right, but the problem is, el problema es que el diablo no aparece vestido de rojo con una cola con un pico. The devil doesn't show up at your house in a red costume with a pointy tail, does he? No, he is a deceiver. Es un engañador. And by the very name, we know that he practices disguise. Por su mismo nombre, sabemos que él practica el desfrase. So he knows how to disguise his doctrine. Él sabe disfrazar su doctrina. And the enemy will always do this. He'll always take just enough truth to make it sound right. And he'll mix it with just enough error to kill you. El diablo cuando él, uh, él engaña siempre incluye suficiente verdad para que suene bien y suficiente mentira para matarte. Just enough truth to make it taste right and just enough poison to kill. Suficiente verdad para que uh, el sabor esté más o menos bien y suficiente mentira para destruir tu vida. And I just want you to just think with me. The Bible says that the devil, we have the devil recorded speaking three times. Hay tres veces en la Biblia donde el diablo habla. And so we're not going to uh, go to them individually. I'm just going to mention them to you. You write these down. Genesis 3, 1 through 5. Genesis 3, 1 al 5. 
Job chapter 1 and Luke chapter 4. Genesis 3, 1 al 5, Job capítulo 1 y Lucas capítulo 4. Now, I want, to just, I want us to study how he works. Vamos a estudiar cómo él trabaja. Now, did you jot those down? Genesis 3, 1 through 5, Job chapter 1, Luke chapter 4. Now, let's go to, together to John chapter 8. Vamos a ir a Juan capítulo 8. Now, in our text today, Jesus said, I'm going to go to the cross. I'm going to go die. And Peter said, may it never be, Lord. This will never happen to you. En uh, nuestro pasaje que leímos esta tarde, Jesús dice, yo tengo que ir a Jerusalén, van a pasar muchas cosas, y voy a morir y resucitar al tercer día. Y Pedro le dice, no, Señor, jamás va a pasar esto. Y Jesús le responde y le dice, apártate de mí, Satanás. The Lord responds to Peter and says, Get thee behind me, Satan. Say that with me. Get thee behind me, Satan. You need to learn that verse, all right? Necesitamos aprender esa, esa, uh, ese verso. Apártate de mí, Satanás. Get thee behind me, Satan. Now, Peter was in the inner circle of Jesus Christ. Pedro estaba en el círculo interior de Cristo Jesús. I'll paint it to you like this. There were 72 disciples that Jesus sent out to preach. Había 72 discípulos que Jesús envió a predicar. Within that group, there were 12 that were his disciples. Entre, ellos, entre los 72 había 12 escogidos apóstoles. Y entre los 12 había 3. And within the 3 was... Uh, within the 12, there were three. That's the inner circle. El grupo más cercano a Cristo. The closest group to Christ. And the leader of them was Peter. El líder de ellos era Pedro. Entonces, Pedro es el que más debe saber. Peter should know better, right? And yet, he's the one that Jesus tells, Get thee behind me, Satan. Pero Jesús le dice a Pedro, apártate de mí, Satanás. Why? Because for a moment there, a thought came to Peter that was not of God. It was not even a man. It was of the devil. Por un momento llegó un pensamiento a Pedro y este pensamiento no era de Dios, no era ni del hombre, era de Satanás. And Jesus, immediately, immediately Jesus recognized that thought isn't from my father, and that I have to rebuke it. Jesús inmediatamente reconoce, ese pensamiento no viene de mi padre. Here's what I want us to learn and pray that God will give us that kind of discernment so that when the doctrine of the devil comes, you can say immediately, that thought isn't from God. Quiero que usted aprenda y ore para que aprenda y diga, Señor, enséñame a discernir para que cuando llegue la doctrina del diablo, yo pueda inmediatamente reconocer, eso no viene de Dios. Now, in Genesis chapter 3, the devil comes in the form of a serpent and he says to Eve, el enemigo viene a Eva en Genesis 3 y le dice, ha dicho Jehová, 
He asks a question. Notice, every one of these times he speaks, he's asking a question. Cada vez que Satanás habla en la Biblia, está haciendo una pregunta, una interrogación. He's asking a question. Big clue. Ahí está la señal más importante que usted debe saber. And what is the first question? Has God said? Ha dicho Jehová. What is he doing? When the enemy speaks, he questions God's word. Cuando el enemigo habla, él, él trae duda a la palabra de Dios. Has God said? Now, if you study it closely, you'll note that he said just enough of what God actually said to make it sound true. Y si usted estudia el pasaje, va a ver que él dijo suficientemente de lo que Dios sí había dicho para envolverle ahí la duda. And so the enemy, when he comes, he's going to come and his doctrine is always going to, to lay an attack against the foundation of our faith, which is the word of God. La doctrina del diablo siempre pone un ataque en contra de la, uh, del fundamento de nuestra fe, que es la palabra de Dios. Has God said? Ha dicho Jehová? And, and the enemy comes to challenge you on the word of God. Because this is what he knows. He knows that if you believe God's word, that faith comes to by hearing the word, and that if you have faith, you can have an answer to your prayer. El enemigo sabe que si usted camina conforme la palabra de Dios, la palabra de Dios produce fe, y esa fe produce victoria, entonces para de, de, traer la derrota a tu vida, él tiene que amenazar tu fe. In order for the enemy to bring defeat to your life, he has to Threaten your faith. How does he do that? By threatening the word that you know. Él viene y amenaza la palabra que tú sabes. So be watchful. Ten cuidado entonces. Has God said? In the last century, in the último siglo, 1930s and 40s, durante los 30s y 40s, the enemy attacked the church. El enemigo atacó la iglesia y su ataque fue sobre la palabra de Dios. His attack was on Bible doctrine, the basic Bible doctrine. This is where the enemy attacked the church. He said, can you really trust all of the Bible? And this is known in church history as higher criticism, a movement that began in the established church where preachers began to teach that the Bible was not reliable in all of its parts. Entró una doctrina a la iglesia que comenzó a amenazar la iglesia y esa doctrina era que la palabra de Dios no podía ser confiada en todas sus partes. That there were parts of the Bible that were not true. Que había parte de la Biblia que no eran verdad. And when, when preachers, cuando los predicadores comenzaron a aceptar esa doctrina, uh, when preachers accepted that doctrine of devils, higher criticism began 
to diminish the strength of the church so that sooner or later, by the 60s, the church had lost its influence in the United States. Para los años 60, 80 ya, el, la iglesia había perdido mucha influencia. ¿Por qué? Porque el enemigo logró quitarle a la iglesia la palabra de Dios. Why? Because the enemy managed to take away from the church the word of God. When people walk out of church wondering whether or not what they heard preached is true or not, the enemy has won the day. El enemigo ya ganó cuando él logra que la iglesia salga de la iglesia pensando, ¿será verdad o no será verdad? But you know, the Bible said that all scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for reproof, for correction in righteousness so that the man of God may be equipped for every good work. All scripture. So no, there's no part of the Bible that is not true. No hay ninguna parte de la Biblia que no es verdad. Pero el enemigo quiere que tú pienses así. The enemy wants you to think that way. So he'll say, well, maybe Noah didn't really build an ark. Maybe a fish really didn't swallow Jonah. Él dice, a lo mejor una, un pez no se comió a Jonás. A lo mejor Noé no edificó un arca. And here's what I would like to say. Just point, point this out to you. Do you believe Jesus? ¿Usted le cree a Jesús? You know that Jesus preached about Jonah. Jesús predicó de Jonás. Él dijo, se les dará la señal de Jonás. Well, I guess Jesus believed that Jonah was swallowed by a fish then. Jesus said that in the beginning, God created male and female. What does that mean? That means that Jesus believed that God created the world in six days. Jesus preached about Noah's Ark. All the things that today are controversial for the church, they were not controversial for Jesus. So the doctrine of the devil will come to undermine the word of God. La doctrina del diablo viene a amenazar la palabra de Dios. I'll give you another example of how the enemy has attacked. He comes and he says, okay, it's, it's okay if it's all true, but it's not all true for today. Él dice, oh, okay, okay, todo es verdad, pero no todo es verdad para hoy. Hay parte de la palabra del Señor como la sanidad divina que es para ayer, no para hoy. So he'll say, there are parts of the Bible that are true, but they're not true for today. For example, there are some who teach that God no longer heals. It's true, but not true for today, they say. They say, God no longer speaks. Dios ya no habla, dicen algunos. Well, if you start believing that, you're going to live sick. You're going to live without ever hearing the voice of God. You're going to live without spiritual power to carry out the word of God. And don't you think that's exactly where the church is right now? Si uno se cree de eso, va a tener una vida cristiana sin poder. ¿Y cuánto creen que eso es lo que el diablo quiere? The devil wants you to think you got to live sick, you got to live depressed, you got to live discouraged, you got to live down. But guess what? The devil is a liar. El diablo es mentiroso. 
The second time we hear him speak is Job 1. La segunda vez que lo oímos hablar es Job capítulo 1. Scripture says that uh, he's, he came into heaven and he was disguised an angel of light. Viene al cielo disfrazado como ángel de luz. And, uh, and the Lord speaks to him. Jehová le habla y le dice, ¿qué has estado haciendo? He says, I have been, I have been going to and fro over the whole earth. He estado yendo por la tierra. And the Lord asked him a question. He said, have you considered my servant Job? Le dijo el Señor, has considerado a mi siervo Job? Listen to what he said. He said, does Job fear God for nothing? Question. Dice el diablo, ¿será que Job sirve a Dios por nada? Y lo acusa a Job. He accuses Job. This is what he's really saying. He's saying, Job only serves God because God is good to Job. If God were not good to Job, Job would not serve God. Viene y dice, Job solo sirve a Dios porque Dios le es bueno. Si Dios no le fuera bueno, Job no le serviría a Dios. And I, I can guarantee you, every one of you has heard this doctrine before. Yo le garantizo cada uno de ustedes le ha, cre ha oído esa voz del enemigo que viene y le dice, ah, sí, ahorita te está yendo bien, por eso estás alabando y cantando, pero a ver lo que te va a pasar cuando ya no estés ahí. He'll come and say, oh, yeah, you're, you're singing real loud right now because everything's going great, but just wait. I'm telling you, the devil is a liar. El diablo es mentiroso. And he'll come to accuse. El viene a acusar. Oh, you're only giving that much in the offering so that you can, so that you can feel good about yourself. You're only praying for your friends so that they know how spiritual you are. You're only, uh, you're only going to Bible study so that You can have your conscience settled. He'll just come and he'll accuse. El viene y acusa, acusa, acusa. That's his, uh, 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 his operation. Es la operación del enemigo. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story. Le voy a decir una historia. The, the uh, two years, uh, maybe more than, uh, more than two years ago, we started the renovation of this sanctuary. Hace más de dos años comenzó la renovación del santuario. How many of you remember the old blue pews? You remember those days? Yeah, how could you forget, right? ¿Cuándo se acuerdan de la iglesia antes de la renovación? Yeah. Okay, the rest of you, you have no idea, right? Los demás ya ni saben. But there were some pews, if you sat on one end, the other end went like that. Había una banca que si usted se sentaba allá, el otro lado se separaba. We had one pew held up by a phone book. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Um, the church needed $50,000 for the renovation. Necesitábamos 50 mil dólares para la renovación. And the Lord gave us money in four offerings. El Señor nos dio el dinero en cuatro ofrendas. How many of you remember that? And that was a big deal. No plate sales, no garage sales, no car washes. Say amen, somebody. Just God's people giving. 
sin venduta de platos, sin lavar carros, sin nada de eso, sin rifa, sin nada de eso. Dios le suplió a su pueblo. Y luego, encima de eso, vino un avivamiento a la iglesia. And on top of that, revival came. And God poured out His Spirit in such a way that it turned this church around. Dios derramó de su Espíritu en una forma que cambió la iglesia totalmente. And in the middle of that, guess who showed up? En medio de todo eso, ¿quién cree que apareció? Y sabe cómo me acusaba. You know how he would accuse me? He would say, who do you think you are? You've only been here two years. There's pastors who've been working hard for 30 and have not seen this happen. Venía y decía, ¿Quién te crees tú que apenas llegaste aquí y ya hiciste esto, ya pasó esto y aquello? Y hay pastores que tienen 30 años de ser pastor y no han visto nada de esto. ¿Y quién crees tú que eres? ¿Y quiénes creen ustedes que son que en cuatro ofrendas recogieron dinero? Que hay iglesias que ni el pago de la luz tienen. ¿Qué culpa tengo yo que otros no puedan pagar la luz? He would tell me, who do you think you are? Uh, you, you raise this money and there's churches who don't even have money for their light bill. Wh whose fault was that? Was it our fault? And I wasn't listening, but I was listening. No lo estaba oyendo, pero lo estaba oyendo. You've been there, right? Eventually, it started to bother me. Y me comenzó a estorbar. And the, the day that uh, the sanctuary was, we, we were uh, scheduled to have it done for Easter. Palm Sunday... Uh, it, was, it was just about done. I think we didn't have the chairs yet. El Domingo de Palmas, uh, íbamos a tener, casi todo estaba ya hecho, pero uh, yo tenía el púlpito en mi oficina. I had the pulpit in my office. And that night there had been some work being done here at the church. So by the time, uh, it, was, it was late in the evening, everyone had left by the time I decided to bring out the pulpit. Ya habían uh, salido todos. Estábamos trabajando ese día para cuando yo decidí sacar el púlpito. Entonces lo tuve que sacar solo y está pesadito el púlpito. This is a little bit, this pulpit's a little heavy, as you can tell. So I hoisted it onto a dolly and I rolled it in here. Lo, lo, lo um, puse en un carretón y lo, lo vine y lo traje hasta aquí. Lo puse en su lugar. I put it in its place and just when I set the pulpit in its place, cuando yo puse el púlpito en su lugar, Sentí una tremenda unción para orar. I felt an anointing to pray. And I knelt down right there next to the pulpit. Me enqué ahí al lado del púlpito. Y le dije, Señor, el diablo no tiene por qué acusarme, pero me está acusando. I said, Lord, the devil has no right to, to accuse me, but he's accusing me. And I laid out. My case before the Lord. Puse mi causa sobre el Señor. And I ended my prayer. Terminé la oración. Y me senté. I sat right here. 
estaba oscuro. I think just the chandelier was on. Estaba oscuro. It was dark in here. And I sat right here looking at all that God had done. Me senté y estaba viendo lo que Dios había hecho. And I began to sing. Comencé a cantar. You don't ever want to come by the church late at night because I might be in here singing like a crazy man. You're going to think, I have a crazy pastor. And if you join me, I might freak out and run out the door. <laughs> I started to sing the old hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. When I got to the second verse, the second verse says, Summer and winter, springtime and harvest. Sun, moon, and stars in their courses above. And I heard the voice of God. Yo escuché la voz de Dios. And he said, Isaac, anyone who wants your spring must first endure the winter. You see, people didn't know the winter that this church had gone through. A long season of winter. La gente no sabía eh, la, el invierno que esta iglesia había pasado. Un invierno largo. The loss of a pastor. La pérdida de un pastor. Uh, the the uh, even experience before that, years before that of a, of a division. Un año antes de eso, una división. And people did not know the winter. And God had brought a springtime. And he said, anyone who wants your spring must first endure the winter. Dijo, el que quiera tu primavera, primero que sufra tu invierno. And then he said, Isaac, he was not just speaking to me, but speaking to the church. He said, when I give you favor, wear it. Dijo Isaac, cuando yo te dé favor, úsalo. Don't ever be ashamed of my favor. No te avergüences de mi favor. And he shut the mouth of the deceiver. Le cerró la boca al, al acusador. One word from God can change your life. Una palabra de Dios puede cambiar tu mente. The third time the enemy spoke, la tercera vez que el enemigo habló, he came to Jesus, and here's another question. If you're the son of God, turn these stones into bread. Le dijo, si eres el hijo de Dios, convierte estas piedras en pan. Watch out for the devil's if. Cuídate con el si eres del diablo. If, if God were good, if God were faithful, if God were on your side, you wouldn't be going through this. You wouldn't have to endure this. El diablo viene y dice, si Dios es bueno, 
Si Dios hubiera estado a tu lado, no hubiera pasado esto, no hubiera pasado lo otro. Él viene para desanimar tu fe. He comes to discourage your faith. But look at what John 8, you have it, 8.44, says. Mira lo que dice Juan 8.44. Jesus said to them, you are of your father the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. Listen, Jesus defines the devil right here. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks, he lies. Say that with me. Whenever he speaks, he lies. He speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Every time the devil opens his mouth, it's a lie. Cuando Él habla, dijo Jesús, miente. Cada vez que el diablo abre su boca, miente. So, if you just see him opening his mouth to speak, just say, liar. Cuando usted lo vea abriendo la boca para hablar, diga, mentiroso. Liar. Because... You're going to have moments in life. We talked about it on Sunday. There are going to be trials. There are going to be valleys. There are going to be storms. There are going to be hardships. Van a haber tribulaciones. Van a haber problemas. Va a cruzar por valles. El enemigo va a aparecer en cualquier época de tu vida. The enemy will show up when you're on top and when you're on the bottom. And he'll start lying to you. Y te comienza a mentir. You're not going to make it. You're not going to survive. Why even go through this church thing? Why even try serving the Lord? You might as well quit. Ya date por vencido. No la vas a hacer. Te vas a morir. De esto te va a matar. Hasta aquí llegaste tú. Y Él viene para destruir y desanimar tu fe. You need to learn to say to Him, Get thee behind me, Satan. Apártate de mí, Satanás. Get behind me. Reprende al diablo. Learn to discern his voice. His voice is a lie. Su voz es mentira. Look at John chapter 6, verse 63. Juan 6, 63. Juan 6, 63. John 6, 63. It says, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak are spirit and they are life. Listen to what Jesus said. He said, you're going to know my voice because my voice brings life. Jesús nos da una, una prueba, cómo comprobar que estamos oyendo la voz de Él. Él dice, mi voz es espíritu y vida. My word is spirit and it is life. 
So here's what I want you to learn to do. I want you to learn to test every word. Now notice, how did the enemy attack Eve? How did he attack Job? How did he attack Jesus? Thoughts, words. ¿Cómo atacó el enemigo a Eva? ¿Cómo atacó a Job? ¿Cómo atacó a Jesús? Con su palabra, con los pensamientos. So what I want you to learn to do is to test every thought. The enemy's thought is always the negative one. El pensamiento del enemigo es lo negativo. So if the devil tells you that you're going to die, smile, because he's lying. Therefore, you're going to live. Si el diablo te dice te vas a morir, sonríe. Es mentira. Vas a vivir. Come on, somebody. If he says you're going to go broke, smile. I'm going to be rich. Si te dice vas a la bancarrota, sonríe. Vas a ser prosperado. La palabra de Dios no trae lo negativo, no trae la depresión, no trae la derrota. La palabra de Dios es espíritu y vida. The, the word of God, the doctrine of God is spirit and it is life. The word of man, the doctrine of man and the doctrine of devil says, I can't. God's word says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. La palabra de Dios dice yo puedo. Ya está hecho. Ya lo tengo. I want to give you one more tonight. Uno más esta noche. Go to First Peter. Vaya a Primera de Pedro. Capítulo 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. Now get ready because we're about to fight. Prepárese porque vamos a hacer guerra. Can I hear an amen? 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 9. Primera de Pedro capítulo 5 verso 9. Well, look at verse 8. Ve el verso 8. Be sober spirit. Be on the alert. Why? Your adversary, who? The devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. But resist him. Say that with me. Resist him. How do you resist the devil? ¿Cómo resistes al diablo? By rejecting his thought. Rechazas al diablo cuando tú rechazas la manera de pensar de él. He says death, you resist him by believing life. Si él trae muerte, resístelo llenando tu mente con la palabra de Dios que trae vida. You have to choose to think God's word. Resist him. Firm in your faith. Listen now. 
knowing that the same experiences of suffering that are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. You're not the only one who's ever dealt with this before. Usted no es el único que ha confrontado esto. He said the same suffering is being accomplished by your brethren in the world. Now here's the promise, verse 10. Aquí está la promesa, verso 10. After, say after. Say it real loud. After this. Smile. After this. You're working hard. It's hot. It's been a long day. But after this, you're going to be sipping lemonade, sitting in the air conditioning. You might be stretching your pennies. Just say, after this, I'm going to have more than enough. You might be facing a medical crisis. Say, after this? What does after this tell us? It tells us there's an after. Después de esto, ¿qué palabra tan animadora esta noche? Después de esto. If there's an after, that means that this thing is not it. Si hay un después, eso significa que esto que yo estoy pasando ahorita no es el fin. Somebody get excited tonight. There's an after this. This thing may be hard, it may be difficult, it may be challenging, but it's not it. There is an after this. After you have suffered a little while, say little while. God, listen church, God has put a time limit on how much or how long that trial can last in your life. Después que haya sufrido un tiempo, Dios le ha puesto límite a la prueba en tu vida. Somebody, somebody get excited about it. This thing has a time limit on it. The day will come when the buzzer will go off and it will be over. Llegará el día cuando va a pasar el tiempo. Va a pasar la prueba. After you have suffered a little while. That's good news. Esas son buenas nuevas. If you were in an unlimited amount of time uh, where there was no nothing to stop it, then I would be sad tonight. But I know God. He said, a little while. He's put a time limit on. He said, devil, this is as far as you can go. Dios le ha puesto un hasta aquí al diablo. He told Job, he told the Lord, you can do these things to Job, but don't do this. You can only go this far. After you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who called you into his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Después de un tiempo, el Dios de toda gracia, cual te llamó por su, eterno, su eterna gloria en Cristo, 
Él mismo perfeccionará, confirmará, fortalecerá y establecerá tu alma. God is perfecting, confirming, strengthening, and establishing you. Tell your neighbor after this, it's going to be real good. It's going to be all right. Tell your other neighbor, hang in there. Hang in there. Dígale a su vecino, no se dé por vencido. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel and don't listen to the devil. God has the last word. Dios tiene la última palabra. All right, let's stand up. It's time to make war. Ahora vamos a hacer guerra esta noche. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands, lift your voice, begin to pray tonight. Levante sus manos, levante su voz, comienza a orar. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yet in a little while, he who is coming will come, and he will not delay. En un ratito, el que viene vendrá, y él no tardará. Aunque la visión tarde, espérala. Even though the vision tarries, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Wait on God, wait on God, trust in God. Confía en Dios, espera en Dios. No one who ever trusted in the Lord was disappointed. Ninguno que ha confiado en Jehová fue decepcionado. Come on, get God's word in your heart. Get God's word in your mind. Take the devil's if out of the way. Quita el así del diablo. Quita el pensamiento del diablo. I come now with the mighty eraser called the blood of Jesus. I erase every doctrine of devils. Every negative thought and idea. Every disillusioning spirit I cast you down in the name of Jesus. Where you spoke death, we speak life. Where you spoke sickness, we speak health. Where you spoke destruction and defeat, we speak victory in the mighty name of Jesus. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. Get thee behind us, Satan. Get thee behind us, Satan. For you do not know the ways of our God. You do not know the times of our God. Our God is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we could ask or even imagine. Come on, church. Get your faith up tonight. Levanta tu fe esta noche. Come on, where's the voice of the church? Donde esta la voz de la iglesia? Resist. Resist. Resiste al diablo. Parado firme en tu fe. Resist the devil. Standing firm in your faith. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, where is the voice of the church? Don't let him keep you quiet tonight. No dejes que él te cierre la boca esta noche. Proclamamos la victoria. We declare victory tonight. In the name of Jesus. We believe all of God's word. We believe all of God's promises. God has spoken. God has spoken and we will rejoice. Blessed be the name of the Lord.